Hey there, and welcome to Between the Lines. I'm your host, Chris White, and this is the podcast where we take a look between the lines from the message this past Sunday here at Victory Hill Church. We're right in the middle of a series called Encounter. Pastor Aaron is here with me today. How are yeah. we doing today? Man, having a great day. The sun's out at least. I know. Snow's melting a little <laughs> bit, and uh, it's a great day, so it's excited to be here. It does. It feels good. I like the sun this morning driving in. I was like, ah, oh, sunshine. It, it makes all the difference, doesn't it? It does. Just a little bit it can be cold and have yeah. sun, and it just feels better. different. So, awesome. So, we, I like to start with something kind of just a little bit different so i wanted to ask you this um I, i'm trying to become more of a reader we okay. talked about this early on in the year i'm trying yeah. to read a book a week uh-huh. how's um, that so coming it's coming good i'm not at one a week i'm okay. probably at like f- three books this awesome, year man. so and awesome. doing pretty hey. good so try, i got to try and catch up on that but i want to see if there's any good books that you've read lately anything that you would say hey this is a good read or if there's like a favorite book of all time you would like to choose yeah this. i like cause i think we talked about a couple weeks ago i haven't been reading as much as i like i've been doing more podcasts or whatever mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. uh time or whatever i can do podcasts while i'm kind of working on some stuff and yeah. so that makes it a little bit more um easy but i think some books that um i guess maybe like if listeners are listening to that i think mm-hmm. maybe they would enjoy i guess mm-hmm. or whatever um i like bob goff as an off- author oh, have you so have you read anything about yes, Bob? Yeah, Bob. Yeah. Uh, love does mm-hmm. and love wins. And I think if you're looking for like an easy read that is kind of lighthearted mm-hmm. and fun and you're going to kind of pull you into it, oh, yeah. uh, Bob Goff's book is that. But mm-hmm. then it's it's got these challenges and it's not like overtly like mm-hmm. – it's not a passage of scripture in front of yeah, like, yeah. but like it just has such such good stuff inside mm-hmm. of it. And so I've really always enjoyed uh, Bob Goff's stuff. A uh, book I read several, several years ago, probably will eventually do a kind of a teaching series off of it, is The Principle of the Path by Andy Stanley. Okay. Um, and so I would recommend that to people. I think that's a great book mm-hmm. um, to kind of engage in. Uh, some leadership books. Jim Collins does some good stuff on uh, leadership. So Good to Great is one that um, I read several years ago. And then one book I remember early on in ministry reading – um, mm-hmm. Is it called The Tale of Three Kings? Okay. You ever read that one? I haven't read it. It's the story one. of David, um, Saul, and Absalom, and it's kind of like the um, uh, Solomon. It's a David, Solomon, and Absalom. Okay. And. Um, I think yeah. it's those. It's been a while. It's it's one of those three kings, you know. So I mean, I, I, there's all one, the four one, you one of those kings, four kings. So yeah, I mean, I, they're all kings, but I, but just kind of the ups and downs in leadership yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that you know the falls and stuff like that. And so that was a book early on. So what what, what are you reading that you'd recommend? Um, wow. So uh, I just I'm into C.S. Lewis. So like, okay. I read the Screw Tape Letters, which I thought that was just a really good yeah. book. And I just read the Abolition of Man, which is also a C.S. Lewis book. So those are both really really good. They're they're deeper yeah. reads like yep. you gotta like i feel like i'm getting smarter but i you feel like you're getting smarter <laughs> my vocabulary hey, that, that's is always expanding. good man like hey that's a, that's part of the reading process um, right those are good and then a book i really love is secrets of the secret place and so it's just it talks about the power of prayer okay. and getting alone with god and awesome. that's just a book i've always thought is really really good so awesome i would cool. definitely recommend that very nice all right, so as we as we talk about the message this past week, like I said, we're in this series on encounter, which I think has been just amazing. As we talk about you know different moments in Scripture where we see people encounter God, yeah. and then how you know how we apply that inside of our life. And so one of the things that we say in this series is that God is not just to be understood, but to be encountered. It's yeah. kind of the foundation of what exactly. this series is on. Um, and this Sunday you talked about Isaiah mm-hmm. um, and his encounter with God, and you said this. You said when we have an encounter with God, it allows us to see our spiritual journey clear can we Mm -hmm. kind of talk about this idea for just a minute yeah well i mean i think there's a couple things is that 
we first and foremost on the very basic level like we have to have an encounter with god to for like salvation you mm-hmm. know so there's a salvation experience that god wants us to have and i think up until that moment we're blinded if mm-hmm. even if we go to that yeah. place is that i mean i think somehow or in some way shape or form there's been kind of a, a blinder put o- over us that we think we're okay on ourselves mm-hmm. and and we think our lives okay and man I, you know I'm, I'm a good person i don't know if i need yeah. a god a savior i don't mm-hmm. know if i need a god that's going to be active you maybe you're like oh there's a god that's out there but i you know, not this personal God or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I think when we have an encounter with God, we begin to see see ourselves clear. We begin mm-hmm. to see our spiritual journey clear. Like God has a plan. There's a mission that he has for us. And so, you know, at the very premise of it, we all need an encounter with God first for salvation. Mm-hmm. Two, then once we have salvation and we have this relationship with God to go, okay, God, I need your presence and your spirit in my life so that I can get on with like the mission and the purpose that you have for me. And mm-hmm. when it, that happens, I begin to see kind of what's the next steps I need to take. What's Mm -hmm. What are some things inside of my life that I need to work on? Because we're all a work in progress. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's a really core foundation to this concept of having an encounter with God. Yeah. I think it's interesting, too, if you you think about it. Like, a lot of times we – and we talked about this, I think, the first week is when we get saved, we encounter God. Mm -hmm. Like, our the way we see things changes because now we see them through a spiritual lens. And I think sometimes we begin to look at people who haven't encountered God or haven't taken Mm -hmm. that step yet. Why don't they see this? Or why don't they see what's happening? Um, We actually – I was talking with a friend about this last week is, like, having a biblical worldview versus, like, not having Mm -hmm. it. Because – and sometimes we get upset and we get irritated because we're like, how can they not see this is happening? And the reality is, like if you haven't encountered God yet, yeah. that change hasn't taken place. You're still walking around with these blinders yep, on in exactly. your life. And so I think that's that's such a powerful thing to know that when we encounter him, we begin to see that journey yeah. clear. And every time we encounter him, I think mm-hmm. he brings clarity in some areas of our life. And mm-hmm. so when we talk about like this being such a crucial thing for us, even as followers and believers in Jesus Christ, it's not a one-time experience. Like mm-hmm. his presence is always with us. And so if we can encounter his presence, he's going to start showing us some things that maybe we need to change inside of us. Yeah. So. So good. Um, you talked about three things that yep. we can kind of learn from Isaiah's encounter with God. So I want to spend some time talking about these today. The first one is this. I just love this. If you take a quote away from it, I would say take this quote away. It says that our greatest pain can be a catalyst for our greatest gain. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about this for a day because I think let's highlight it because I think it's so good understanding that out of our pain comes this yeah. this gain inside of our Yeah, life. I mean, I think this is one of the biggest struggles people have. I mean, when it even comes with the relationship with God and how mm-hmm. to reckon with even some of these things, like why why do uh, bad things happen to good people mm-hmm. and, you know, and the brokenness of our world and why do we have to go through some of the things that we're going through and, and why does God allow this to happen? Mm-hmm. And I think part of it, sometimes when we get into these seasons where there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of difficulty that are going on, mm-hmm. um, we're going to do one of two things. We're either going to run to God or we're going to mm-hmm. run from God. Yeah. And I've seen it in both ways. I've seen non-believers in those moments mm-hmm. run to God because they go, man, I, I, I have no strength. And I've seen believers run from God at times Mm -hmm. too. And so there's going to be one of two responses in those moments. And I think it's the understanding that our moments of greatest pain can be the catalyst for the greatest encounter with God, Mm -hmm. that that, that God can show up in ways that that mends the brokenness, that gives clarity. You know, we talk about it helps us to see our spiritual life better, that gives Mm -hmm. clarity to these moments of going, man, why is this what I've gone through? And and, and that is a powerful moment when we have that encounter. We begin to understand like, this was painful. But man, God, you were there in the midst of it. This mm-hmm. this was difficult, but God, you were close to me in these moments. And and that's the promise we see inside of Scripture. Yeah. He says, "I'm close to the brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm close to those who are crushed in their spirits." Mm-hmm. You know, and if we understand that in those moments, like. It, 
like I don't know, like when I read that passage of scripture this last week and then preparing, like it just like something went off inside of me. I'm just mm -hmm. like, so if God says, if his word says I'm close in those moments, then we are set up in those moments mm -hmm. to encounter his presence, yes. yeah. to experience peace, to, mm -hmm. to find joy in the midst of hardships and stuff. And I just hear a lot of people right now, mm -hmm. I mean, hurting. Yeah going through hardships, dealing with struggles and in difficult seasons of life. Mm -hmm. And if we can begin to change our perspective, we can begin to see clearly mm -hmm. in those moments, we're going to begin to understand like, wow, like this yeah. doesn't have to be this thing that defines me for the rest of my life for mm -hmm. this thing that just completely overwhelms me. This can be the moment where I have a closer and deeper relationship mm -hmm. with Jesus Christ. And and there's a lot of people's stories are that, you yeah. know, like that's the very moment they came to Christ, like in the moment of their deepest pain. Mm -hmm they gave the hearts to God and their life was radically changed, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think we got to embrace those moments a little more. I think it's interesting. We talked about this in young adults, actually last night we were <laughs> reading through James chapter one. And yeah. so in that he talks about to count it all joy when yeah. you experience trials and temptations because it helps to grow your faith. Exactly. And I think that's exactly kind of this concept that we're seeing here mm -hmm. is that, yeah, you're going to go through these pains, but it pushes you to, you know, it can push you to encounter God. And yeah. in that, your faith grows stronger. Yeah. And you get this steadfastness is what James talks about, which is, you know, the next time you encounter something, mm -hmm. now you know, you have this steadfastness in your faith of like, I know that God is going to be with me through yeah. this. And I think there's such a powerful moment and, in and, that. And there's something so freeing in it, you know, mm -hmm. like, um, you know, in just kind of generalized terms, like I had somebody come up to me Sunday and go, man, I dealt with this in early years mm -hmm. of my life yeah. and for a long time I've just kind of held on going God why did you allow that mm -hmm. to happen to me and then they were sharing though with me within the last couple of years how God has brought clarity mm -hmm. to why they had to walk through that season and how now God is using that in yeah. a powerful way to help others you know mm -hmm. and and so you know they encounter God even in a deeper way right now because mm -hmm. their pain became the catalyst for the greatest gain mm -hmm. you know in ways that they never thought was possible inside yeah. of their life it's so cool to see how God works that out how yeah. something we go through that's painful becomes a story that we get to tell later on uh -huh. um, second thing that you said was that we can learn from this is that when we see God clearly mm -hmm. we see ourselves clearly mm -hmm. I, I think this concept holds us back a lot because it when it comes to understanding who we are we're trying trying to find ourselves in everything but God. Yeah. And so I think, let, let's talk about that a little bit. So when we see God clearly, we see ourselves clearly. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the first, the clarity of who God is, is to understand the the majesty, the power, the glory, uh, the greatness of the God that mm -hmm. we serve, you know? And so um, that's so important to keep in context, you know? And so mm -hmm. we see this in the story of Isaiah. He's, you know, he's, he has this encounter with God and he's like, man, the train of the robe filled the temple. All the earth is filled with his glory. Mm -hmm. And in this moment, he begins to see the greatness of God. He's yeah. like, man, my God is big. Mm -hmm. My God is powerful. Even in the midst of my tragedy, like my God is showing up and he mm -hmm. is present in that moment. And so when we begin to have the proper view of God, the, the result of that though, and we see it in the story of Isaiah, is we then begin to see some of our own mm -hmm. situations and mistakes, you know, because I don't compare to the greatness of my God. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I can't mm -hmm. even stand next to him. It's why in the Bible says, you know, like, I mean, people couldn't look on the face of God. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that at different times. That's how big our God is. Mm -hmm. But when we begin to see God clearly, we also begin to see our shortcomings yeah. and we don't like this. Mm -hmm. 
because this is kind of like where God begins to like dive into kind of the darker parts of our lives. And he's like, hey, let's pull this back and uh, let's kind of really go after some things that man maybe needs to change, like doesn't mm-hmm. live up because none of us live up to who God is. Mm-hmm. And so there's always something that should be changing inside of us. And so mm-hmm. I begin to see God clearly. I begin to see him for his majesty and his greatness and, and all of those things. But then I also begin to see kind of the shortcomings in my own life and begin to go, man, how do I change this? And that's where Isaiah says, man, I'm, I'm messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like this is messing me up mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of the story of when we come to Christ a little bit like wow like I'm a sinner mm-hmm. and I'm messed up but the greatness of our God begins to flow in and we begin to see we once again we see God clearly we see ourselves clearly in those mm-hmm. moments I think too like a lot of times in life we we go through things right mm-hmm. and we when we come to encounter God we feel like God doesn't know that we went through those things and yeah like we've we've packed it away we've put it in a box or a bag and we're trying mm-hmm. to hide it right and I think God God was there when we went through it and he wants us to be able to open it up so that he can begin to work through those yeah. things in our life with us yep. right he's not afraid I, if there's anything I was thinking about when you're talking about that, it's like God's not afraid of anything that we face he's not afraid of anything that we've dealt with mm-hmm. anything in our past it's us who are afraid of it yeah. we're afraid to encounter yep. it but you know when we encounter it with him yeah. that's when change can really happen in this moment yeah and and I, you know i mentioned sunday like i do think this is a place that people get stuck in their spiritual journey and like mm-hmm. i think if people are listening again and you're going man i just feel I man i feel like my spiritual journey or my my relationship with god is just kind of stuck i think some of it is because you really are not allowing god to pull back mm-hmm. kind of those layers and go okay hey chris you're you're saved but I want to, there's, there's something a little bit mm-hmm. deeper under the surface that I really want to deal with. And, and the greatness mm-hmm. of our God goes, I need to deal with this, but we begin to see those shortcomings. Yeah. And when yeah. we begin to understand who God is and we're like, okay, God, you love me. You're mm-hmm. powerful. You're mighty. You can take care of this. So God, I'm going to expose this to you mm-hmm. and I'm going to open up my heart, my spirit to you to kind of do the work that you want to do in those moments. So good. We just have to trust him with that. Yeah. Uh, the third thing you said is, is when we see ourselves clearly, we see our future. And I think this is such a big thing because all of us, I don't know how many times I have a conversation. Everybody wants to know, like, what is our future hold? Like, what is that? And I think there's there's a lot in here. So let's talk about this for just a minute of, mm-hmm. of you know, understanding, you know, clearly our future by understanding ourselves. Yeah. So it's, it's finding that purpose. I mean, mm-hmm. it really is walking into the purpose that God has for us. And so we see this in the story of Isaiah. He sees... Um, God clearly, then he sees himself clearly. He's like, I'm jacked up and messed up. And once we see ourselves clearly and we realize that, I think some of it's first the recognition, we're nothing special. Mm-hmm. Like we are all formed by God. I mean, we're special because we're formed and created by, but like it's only God's power at work in us that gives mm-hmm. us this ability to do things. And so Isaiah and his story encounters God. He's like, man, I'm messed up. And when he kind of takes care of that, he allows God to do a work underneath the surface. Then God says, okay, I need somebody to go for me. Mm-hmm. And who does he send? He sends the person that's like, man, I'm messed up. And, yep. and he's going, yeah, yeah, that's 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 who I want to use now. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're good because you understand the greatness of me. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with the, the struggles. It doesn't mean he was perfect or any yep. of us are, but now I got a mission for you and mm-hmm. I want to send you into this world. Like, I mean, God's whole thing has always been to send us to mm-hmm. to, to fulfill purpose. And I, I don't know, I mean, I, I, I just believe we, are people that mm-hmm. have purpose mm-hmm. and if we could grab a hold of that in such a mm-hmm. real way man, i think it changes everything for us and yeah. so when we begin to see ourselves clearly we begin to see our future like what is it that i need to be doing what am i living for mm-hmm. like if not we're living for all these things that sometimes don't matter mm-hmm. and when i see myself clearly realize the greatness of my god then i begin to go okay what should i be living for yeah. like how should my life be arranged mm-hmm. knowing the greatness of my 
God, knowing who I am and knowing that he has a plan for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that begins to change kind of our circumstances and dynamics. I think it's interesting to you look at scripture and it's kind of what this whole series talks about, but like yeah, every person that God used in scripture, most, they all had issues, right? Yeah. They all mm-hmm. had problems that they, you know, I mean, some of them were major, major issues. And then a lot of the people that God used, like their starting point wasn't anything amazing. I mean, you look at David, he was a shepherd, right? Mm-hmm. You, you look at, you know, the disciples or yeah. the fishermen, like God, you know, I think sometimes we look at these people in scripture and we see them at the end of their story, right? Mm-hmm. And we go, man, they were such a mighty man or mighty woman of God. But it's like, you got to look at the beginning and the starting point. And I think it's, to me, it gives me like this freedom of like, well, if God used him, if God could use them, like he mm-hmm. can use us. You yeah. know what I mean? I think yeah. there's just something powerful inside of that. Yeah. I mean, and, and what I also see though, is when, when God encounters these people, mm-hmm. like he doesn't wait years to go, mm-hmm. Hey, okay, now go, go fulfill go your purpose. Yourself. Like, yeah, hey, no, hey, like yeah. you know, like go, he's like, okay, I'm good with this now. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go right yeah. now. You know, and I think yeah. in the body of Christ, we we sit back and we're like, mm. you know, like we come to Christ and then we're like, well, you know, I'm still, I mean, I got these issues. Be in church and for so long. Like, or, you know, yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, I don't, yeah. well, I mean, can I really do that or mm-hmm. whatever? And I think God's like up in heaven going like, Hey, I thought we we took care of that, right? Like, let's. I, like, what are you taking so long? You know, yeah. like I don't know. Maybe God's. In, mm. I mean, he says he's not, but but I mean, like, it's simple with like a purpose. Like sometimes he's probably like, why? Like, I'm yeah. impatient with you right now. Like, uh-huh. let's get going. Let's like, I go. thought we were. I thought we were on to something, mm. you know. And we're like, well, maybe in like maybe in a year, I'll mm. I'll, I'll step out and do that. Like, I'm yeah. still. And God's going. I already taken care of that, you mm. know. And like the same thing we saw with Moses and and like Isaiah. Like in his whole encounter, it's like boom, boom, boom. Okay, who's yeah. going for me? You're it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get let's get on with this thing. You have a purpose for your life. Yeah. So I actually was reading. It's interesting you said. Like I was reading this morning uh, during our prayer time, yeah. and I was reading about when Jesus calls the disciples, and like in one verse he's calling them from a boat, and like three verses later they're like healing the lame and the blind. Like he's just like I've called you. We're you know let's take these steps. Let's go. I, I, that's how I feel like. <laughs> I mean, I feel like God sometimes probably looks down and she's like, what, what what's taking you so long? Like let's go, guys. Let's let's get up yeah. and let's get moving in this. Yeah. So true uh you finished the day by talking about how we respond to pain yeah and uh so you talked about kind of three ways i'm just going to kind of put them out there and then mm-hmm. we kind of talk about it so you said three ways that we respond to pain is we, we got to stop running from god mm-hmm. and run to god mm-hmm. um we have to take steps to grow yep um and then the third one is allow god to use what you've been through to help others yeah so let's talk about yeah. those just a little bit well i mean like i said at the beginning i think so many of us it, if we're not dealing with it now, there's going to be, you know, and the bad news is, is that there is pain in this world, you mm-hmm. know, and you're going to face hardship. You're going to face grief. You're going to face loss. Um, I mean, we sit and probably deal with it on, you know, mm-hmm. weekly basis where we're talking to people who are walking through one of those seasons of life. Like it's, it's inevitable for all of us. Mm-hmm. And so if that's going to be something that we have to deal with, I think we can all use a better response to pain. Mm-hmm. And so if we want to survive bad days, if we want to survive painful days or days that those curveballs or things don't go the way that we had hoped for. I think these are things that we need to be doing. So, that, I mean, we always need to be going the direction that my life is moving. Mm-hmm. I'm running to God. Like, God, mm-hmm. I don't care if this is the worst day. I don't care if I lose everything. Mm-hmm. There's this kind of Job response that we need to have and go, man, I just lost it all. God, I'm going to you. The stock market mm-hmm. just crashed. I'm going to you. They just filed bankruptcy on me. I'm going to you. My husband just came home and said, I want a divorce. I'm going to you. I'm not running from you. Mm-hmm. God, I'm going to get mm-hmm. closer to you than I've ever been because we know that you're close to the broken heart and I can have an encounter. And so you Mm. want to survive a bad day when things get difficult. Don't Mm. push away from God. Make more time because I think he's close in those moments. The second thing we talked about um, 
and this is what we talk about a lot around here is you got to take steps to grow. Mm-hmm. And um, and I and I hope the illustration um, hopefully grabbed a hold of somebody Sunday. You know, it was I, so good. I love you know, that illustration. You know, I I should have found a bigger floaty. You know, like but I mean, like I you know kind of left with what I had. You know, yeah. um, but I think so many of us. I mean, we mm. we've said yes to Jesus and. And I, I tell people that over and over again. I don't want to make more of it than what it. That's the salvation. Like God mm-hmm. says that that's what the requirement to get into heaven. Yeah. But we're not growing anymore, mm-hmm. you know. And so we have our life jacket on, and we probably have our fire insurance from going to hell, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yep. And, you, and you may get in heaven. And so many people, I think that's the extent that they want, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like they want fire insurance. Like yep. I just don't want to go to hell, mm-hmm. and it, you know, I'll do whatever I can not to, you know. Mm-hmm. But what about the depth that God yep. has for us? And so we're like this floaty in the ocean. We're we're being blown with every wave back and mm-hmm. forth and stuff like that. And what we've got to do is we've got to become like a ship where the waves hit it and it just keeps moving forward. You know mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know if you've ever been on a cruise ship. Um, mm-hmm. I love cruises. You get to eat a lot on cruises, you know, and so, and it doesn't cost <laughs> anymore. Desserts. The more you eat, the more it doesn't cost you anymore, you know? So it's awesome for cheapskates like me, perfect, you know? Perfect. But like, I mean, if you, I mean, I've sat on those decks and I've kind of watched the waves to the boat and the boat just keeps moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you don't mm-hmm. know it. And I think that's where we got to get in a relationship with God. The only way we're going to get there is if we're growing, mm-hmm. if we're doing something to continue to develop and we all have steps to grow. Mm-hmm. And so we need to take next steps. I mean, yeah. we, you know, some people need it. We, you know, baptism, quiet times with God, fasting, mm-hmm. uh, more time in worship, more time in the word of God, more time in devotionals, uh, serving, giving. I mean, like there's just a million different steps you mm-hmm. can take and it's not necessarily a checkbox. And, no. I, and, I, and I want people to understand that. That's I good, mean, yeah. It's like even around here, like, I mean, like we have mm-hmm. steps and there's certain steps we talk about all the time. Like mm-hmm. you need to take a step towards God. You need to take a step towards baptism, serving, you know, yeah. we have things like growth track mm-hmm. and things like that. We're mm-hmm. always kind of labeling some things, but it's not a checkbox. No. It's not like boom, boom, boom. I got my five mm-hmm. done. I'm yeah. checked out. Like that's my growth process. It's going, okay, I've done these things. Now what's next? Like, okay, yeah. it's personal time. It's, I've been spending five minutes with God. Now I need to spend 10 minutes with God mm-hmm. a day. Hey, I'm going to grab a, a podcast. I'm going to listen to another message throughout this week. I'm going yeah. to get into a group or I'm going to get with a group of guys and do a Bible study. What, what is mm-hmm. it? it? Take it. Yeah. And that's going to be the difference. When you have a bad day mm-hmm. and your foundation is Christ Jesus, like, man, mm-hmm. you're not going to get pushed around by it all. And then the last part of it is no matter what we go through, um, you know, is that God can use that. Mm-hmm. And and I think I, the last line I kind of gave Sunday is there's purpose in your pain. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, just I guess as I walk with people. Yeah. And, and, you know, Chris, you do this too. Um, and I see the heartache and the pain. Mm-hmm. And there's days that people sit and talk to me about something they've gone through. And my heart literally just breaks mm-hmm. for them. And I walk away from those every single time. And, like, my thing is, okay, God, wh- what's the purpose you have for them in the pain? Or I'm sitting in a meeting with them and I'm just mm-hmm. asking God, God, show me what what is it that you – show mm-hmm. them, you know, like show up in a way and let them know that this isn't all for, for mm-hmm. nothing. You know, because I think that's the only way that we survive those days mm-hmm. is to go, okay, God, you're using this somehow. You're going you're gonna to bring this back, you know, to mm-hmm. those things. And, you know, and – like I think about situations where like like losing like losing one of my like my grandfather at one point you know it was mm-hmm. a painful moment it was like a grieving moment you know mm-hmm. and so that was a bad day you know yeah. like you anytime you lose yeah. somebody it's a bad mm-hmm. day and in those moments you're like God well, you're like why you know mm-hmm. and, and and it wasn't like he 
I mean, he's older, you know, so, but it still hurts, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like, what I look back on that, like those mm-hmm. are moments I share now with families as I walk through like their losses and my mm-hmm. loss may look different, but there's things I learned about grief in those mm-hmm. bad days that's helping me to, you know, to go somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I, I continue to tell those stories, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know, I find purpose in all those things. And I find mm-hmm. purpose sometimes in the pain or the things that I've had to go through and go, hey God, how are you redeeming these? And so I think anybody that wants to survive a bad day, you need to know there's purpose in the mm-hmm. pain. You need to know, that man, God still has a plan. He's still in control. He's still close to you in the middle of those. Mm-hmm. And it may not be right now. And you know, like this person the other day that shared it, I mean, it was years and years. And they go, I finally get it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't understand it for all these years why I had to go through that. Yeah. But now I get it. And man, mm-hmm. there's just something about that. I think too, like people have to understand the story from their struggle or that, that, mm-hmm. that God's giving them, right? Mm-hmm. Is that everything that you go through has a purpose but you have to share it yeah i think sometimes that you know i you talk about like we get to talk to people and we see these stories and we we feel their their heartbreak inside of it and sometimes i hear stories from people and i'm like your story is more powerful than any sermon I could ever preach because mm-hmm. you're talking, you know, I think you shared about a story, you know, this past Sunday about it, somebody who like went through something in their yeah. life and just the power of what God had, you know, done yeah. in that. And I think that's something if you ever like watching today, understand that what God's brought you through as you encounter him, begin to open up and share that with people. Cause you, you have no idea who you're running into at work or, you know, in your family who needs to understand how God helped you to process mm-hmm. through that because it may be the very thing they need to hear to be able to get through what it is that they're yeah. facing, you know? Yeah. And and that's, I think that's where we just, it's it's fully surrendered and going, mm-hmm. okay, God, even the heartache, even the bad things, even sometimes the bad things that it's like, you know what, I brought this, I brought this pain on myself, you mm-hmm. know, like I chose all these things. Well, there's people that, that are walking through that. There's people that are walking through loss. And mm-hmm. and really, I, I, I just think there is, there's power in those testimonies and mm-hmm. I know I get fired up sometimes when I hear about those things and mm-hmm. and I and the reason God I think just you know he's like hey I'll there's a broken world and mm-hmm. the more you share those stories the more this world's going to relate to you and they're also going to see a God that's at work in you mm-hmm. and there's just something powerful like this this individual that shared that story with me I was just like man mm-hmm. that fires me up you know and so you know I shared a little bit of that mm-hmm. and I yeah. Maybe that's the encouragement somebody else needs to go, man, if he did it for somebody else, he can do it for me, you yeah. know, and hopefully that story continues to make a difference. So good. As always, I like to ask this question. If there's one thing from this message um, on Sunday that really stood out that you want people to take away, what would it be? Yeah, I think it's even just some of those last things, even though we just got done talking about Chris is um, you're going to go through painful circumstances. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and here's the thing, six months from now, a year from now, um, that whole topic is still going to be very relevant. You're going to mm-hmm. face some pain in the middle of it know that God's got purpose for it. And if you'll understand that and hold on to that, I think he'll help you navigate that season. Mm-hmm. And then he'll use that season to make a difference in someone else's lives. Our purpose for our life is to make a difference, mm. to share the good news of Christ, to make a difference in this world. And sometimes it may come through pain that God's mm-hmm. going to use you to make a difference. And you're going to understand that this was all part of his plan. Mm-hmm. God's in control and he's faithful to the end. So good. Thank you so much um, for joining us this week. Thank you guys for yeah. tuning in uh, for Between the Lines. I want to encourage all of you if, you, if you haven't had a chance to see the message from this past Sunday or from this series, be sure to check it out on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like, subscribe, share with your friends, and we'll see you right back here next week for Between the Lines.